Ever wonder how some people push beyond barriers while others easily give up? The answer is just not talent, but the mindset. Let's unpack this unbreaking, my favorite book, hopefully will be your favorite book, researched by Carol Dweck, a leading Stanford professor to uncover the magic of shifting the mindset. If you're new to the channel, I go by the name of ED for all you smart and intelligent folks out there. Listen, that just simply means Ed. I got a quote for you by Tony Robbins. Change happens when staying the same is greater than the pain of change. Mm, that's heavy. I like that. I like that. As I mentioned today, family, this is something different than I normally do. I haven't been to the whiteboard in a while. I just set up some lights, threw on a suit, and I said, let's go. I mean, I love doing this piece, and I said, let's do a little webinar, or it's not, you know, my version of a webinar, and talk about one of my favorite books that I'm actually uh, about to go back and listen to and, and, and actually read. So I'll listen to the audio and then read the book. Let me tell you what happened here, family. The reason why I actually had to pick this book back up is because I started getting irritated. I started getting frustrated about where I was with this channel. I mean, I'm looking at other people in my niche and I'm seeing that the number of videos that they put up compared to what I put up and I started getting frustrated and I was getting mad because I was like, it wasn't about a comparison like, oh, I'm better than this person. But I'm like, OK, what am I doing that? What am I doing wrong? And then I had to catch myself because see what I had when I caught myself, I realized I said self, you know, uh, yeah, I talked to myself. So don't judge me. Family is that I was saying self that. Who am I becoming in this journey? See, in this journey alone, I was able to pen a book. In this journey alone, I started writing more articles and things that, I, like I said, family, it's coming real soon to a store or maybe to, a, to the internet towards you. But no, seriously, on a serious note, I, I started having to, I had to look back at who I was becoming in the journey. And the journey alone has really developed me. It has, has really given me courage and confidence because for the longest, I didn't want to get on this camera. I actually had a podcast in which it was a personal development podcast. And, you know, most people were using the camera aspect, but I was like, hey, I could just record this and boom and shoot it out there. But then my mentor was saying, hey, you're taking too long. We need you to do more. We need you to get in front of the camera. So it started with one video a week. Then it started with two video, two videos a week. And see, I want you to pay attention to what's going on here, family. What is actually what's going on is see, sometimes again, family, we get caught up in the what I call the comparison game. The comparison game is simply this. We look at somebody that may be further than us or probably is further than us and or I should say where we would like to be and we never look back at their journey. We don't look how maybe they started 10 years ago or two years ago or three years ago. We're looking at, him, we're looking at them from where they're at currently now to where they're going and you're like, wow, they're amazing. And you know, the, the way they bring in and do the editing and all of these things, but they started somewhere. And see, this is what we're going to talk about today in today's episode. To, listen, family, this is a Sunday. Normally, I would probably be watching some football, relaxing, but I had to do this. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if you're going to love this content, but I do know what is going to help me become. It's going to help me get back 
and, and get back in that, that growth mindset. And sometimes, you know, I love what Kara DeWitt talks about in this book where she talks and addresses about you are going to have a, a fixed mindset at for a moment as far as, you know, you're going to be like, I don't even know if I should do that. You know, that person is, is much better than me. And then you have to stop yourself there and address that. So let's dive, dive into the content today and so we can really unpack kind of what we need to do, not kind of what we have to do in order to be better at whatever the thing that we said that we that we want to be in life. So let me start off with a with an actual story. So Carol Dewick and her colleagues, they took 500 students, uh, I said 500, 400 fifth graders from across the nation, right? And what they did with these, these uh, fifth graders is basically they said, okay, look, we're going to do an easy nonverbal IQ test. There's only going to be 10 questions on the actual test. At the end of the test, the kids were praised by either intelligence or effort. See, I have a split right down there because this is going to be this is going to, all going to make sense to you, family. After the after the group was divided by intelligence and, and effort, they provided the next option for the test. They uh, for the next the next option. They said, okay, for the first option of the test was a harder version of the first test you look uh, that you took, but you will have a greater opportunity to learn. The second option is it will be an easier version of the the first test that you took, and it and it would definitely you you would definitely do better than you did on the on the actual first te first test. So basically, the the offer was hey. You, on this particular test, this next test that we're about to take, you could take the harder version of this test or you could take the easier version of this test. Now, look, we're going to look, we're going to unpack some numbers. So basically, 67, and this is crazy to me, 67% of the intelligence group just chose to take the easier version of the test. Now, you're curious, just like I'm curious, right? What did the effort group take? Well, the effort group said, you know what? ED, man, we, 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 we not with that. We not with that. We really want to stretch ourselves. We really want to grow ourselves. So what we got to lose anyway. So 92% of them actually chose the harder version of the test. That's amazing. Now, I have some, I have a, I want to park right there, family. I have two questions for you. Question number one, why, and leave this in the comments because I'm, I'm curious. Why do you think 70, 67% of the intelligent group chose the easier test? Again, why do you think 67% of the intelligent group chose the easier test? Question number two, why do you think 92% of the effort group chose the harder test. Again, leave your comments below. I would love to hear any feedback. So again, as we just, as as we were talking, Carol had a, a really uh, great conversation where she was saying that more or less, when when you're being identified as brilliant and talented, they felt that they were they were more admired and they thought that they were more valued. Therefore, they didn't do, want to do anything to jeopardize or disapprove of that particular evaluation. And see, what happens here, family, is that what she described is the result of this is where they develop the fixed mindset. They play it safe. 
Mm. How many of you out there are playing it safe? You know what I'm talking about. You know you don't need to be at that job and find another oppor another job opportunity, but you're staying because it's comfortable, it's safe. Oh, you know about you're in that relationship and it's toxic and you know that you should be doing something different, but you're staying because it's safe. You know you need to go get another certification or you need to go pick up another skill set, but you're staying where it is because it's safe. And so how Carol DeWitt described this is, is a fixed mindset. And what it's going to do is, or it has, or it can, is limit their room for growth and talent. But on the flip side of this, and this is the side I love, and which I hope will arrest your attention, and that you love, is that um, even though the fixed mindset was is is, is not focused on um, strategies and stretching themselves and taking on hard tasks with intense practice. The growth mindset is about the process of growth. That's what I was describing to you earlier, family, is that this is why I had to pick the book up again, because I had to understand that I can't look at where everyone is at as far as where I need where I need to be. Yeah, I can look at them as a model. I can look at them as an example. I can look at them and saying, wow, that is amazing. Not hating, definitely congratulating and saying to myself, we still got more work to do. That is the growth mindset. And and sometimes, family, again, we can get caught up in our, I love what I heard. They said we can get in our own way. And at first I didn't understand that. That I just thought that was jargon, sort of like when you hear the cliche, uh, a picture is worth a uh, uh, 10,000 words. But then I understood what the person was saying when they said, we can get caught up. We can get in our own way. See, we get in our own way when we don't have a belief, sim uh, a belief system or we develop limited beliefs. Someone issues a challenge to us and say, hey, this is the expectations of the challenge. And right away, we think we're supposed to be where they're at instead of know the challenge is about growing you and developing you so you can be a better version of yourself. And it takes time. It takes the process. It takes effort for you to move forward in the direction that you want to go. And see, and one of the things I love about the growth mindset is, is when you make a mistake, it's a mistake or wait, you don't like that one. Okay. How about this? When you make a mistake, it's not that you failed or you're a failure. It's an opportunity to get better. Ooh, I like that. Let me tell you why I love that family is because if you look at it as an opportunity to get better, then what's going to get in your way? You're going to continue to push yourself and continue to grow yourself and understand I must trust, trust the process. So Carol Dewey gave these kids and her colleagues gave these kids another test. And she said, look, this test right here is probably going to be impossible. It's going to be an impossible test. Now I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be, this is ED putting his own spin to it. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, this is really designed for, for both of the groups, intelligent group and effort group to fail. And, uh, but Hey, listen, let me, let me see if your guys are willing to take on the challenge. Now this is interesting. So the intelligent group, let's go back to the markers. The intelligent, I mean, excuse me, the effort group was like, <laughs> what? You, you know how we get down, right? Okay. Look, check this out. Um, they were like, well, we'll work harder. Uh, they were like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll work longer. I mean, you know, what, whatever it's going to take. And they actually enjoyed the harder tests more than the, than the intelligent group. Now that doesn't make sense to me. 
at that time. And the reason why it didn't make sense, because I was like, well, you, it would seem that the effort group would have been a little bit more nervous. But again, when you go in the mindset, we're like, what do I have to lose? I have an opportunity to learn. But when you go in thinking you know it all, when you go in and you've been praised that you are such a, 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 a genius and now you're afraid to lose that status. Mm. How many of us got caught? Okay, you won't be honest with me if I ask this question, but we'll see. How many of us got caught up in the in the dogma of when we get feedback and say, "Oh, you're you're smart, you're a genius, you're an ex, you're an amazing speaker," and this and that, and then you you kind of pull up off the gas instead of doing what Kobe did is when he got signed, Kobe got signed or he got the big big deal. Instead of saying, "Let's go out and party," he said, "Let's go to the gym and work out." Mm. You got to respect somebody that loves his craft. And all I'm saying to you, family, is, is that on this journey, we're going to have to fall in love with our craft, fall in love and be passionate and, and patient at the same time. That is why I'm working on a newsletter. It's going to be the call of three P's, project management, personal development and pragmatism. I may have said that wrong, so I apologize. But pragmatism is basically taking the opportunity of I want to give you something that you can actually apply and use. And I want to build a community where we're exchanging ideas of how we can use, I mean, applying knowledge. I don't want you to read a book or listen to an audio book or even listen to this video and do nothing with it because it does nothing for you. See what it does. If you take this information and say, huh, what, am, what do I have a fixed mindset on? Okay. I have a fixed mindset on. I said I was going to lose 10 pounds. And I have not done it. Well, why haven't you done it? What are you not doing? Are you, are you, you know, are you eating past a certain time? Again, I don't know everyone's health situation, but I'm just using this example. What are you doing about it? A lot of us, we don't do things about it, but we can find every reason and every opportunity to complain about it and fuss about it and say, it won't happen for me like it happened for that person. And I always wonder the person that it happened for, I wonder if they were to go back to when they made the shift and the change, did they have that same thinking? They probably did. And Carol DeWitt talks about that. So let's go on to what the intelligent group did. So the intelligent group, when they were told, hey, you know, uh, you could take the harder test or, uh, or whatnot, this is what they did. They was frustrated. And guess what else? They gave up early. Now, the question is, why did they give up early? That's the question to you. Why do you think that they gave up early? They're intelligent. They're bright. You would think that they wouldn't. So anyway, Carol DeWick said, all right, okay, okay, okay. This is the last and final test given to the intelligent and effort group. Here's some things you got to keep in mind. This test is the same difficulty as the very first test that was taken. Now, the test results from this test was crazy. I, and and like and when I mean it was crazy, it was so crazy. I was like, man, I, I can't. 
Like you would think that one group did better than the other because of the praise, because of of the the uh, alleged accolades and 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 how everything went down. So we're going to start from lowest to highest, if that's all right with you. So the intelligent group, their average score dropped by twenty percent. It dropped. It dropped, family. Like, what? I don't get that. How did you take this? You just took, I mean, this is similar to almost the very first test you, you took. Might have been a little bit more challenging, but it dropped by 20%. Now, let's look at my favorite group, and this is going to be your favorite group, the effort group. Their average, and that's an average, by the way, too, family. Their average score went up by almost... 30%. That is crazy. So I have a question for you. Do you believe praise has an effect on a child or even an adult? Leave it in the comment. Again, do you believe praise has an effect on a child or even adult? Leave it in the uh, comments below. So what I want to do next, family, is... I want to unpack this uh, by, I want to look at a couple things here from the, the mindset aspect of things since we're there, as you can look at the numbers, you can look at the information here. Uh, but I want to say you have, we have to trust the process. We have to engage in pe with people that are like, like-minded that want to assist us on the journey. And we can't get caught up looking at someone else's journey then and not paying attention to our own because everyone has their own individual journey. And, and it's not, I don't want to sell you on the cliche of you have to work harder because there are a lot of people that work harder and their output is not reflective of what the work that they've done. So it's not about working harder. It's about really lining with mentors and coaches that can guide you and get you focused on the things you should be working on to develop the output that you said that you were looking for. So I have, I think, about five or six points from that that I really took out of it that I want to share with you guys. And again, this is a long video, so um, get your popcorn, your, your jujubes, or whatever you eat, uh, and we're going we gonna to get to work on these five points. I won't keep you, no, uh, hopefully I won't keep you no more longer than 10 minutes, but stick around. These are powerful uh, you're really going to want to write these down. Um, and I'm actually putting them on my board just to remind myself of the power. So again, I talked about the fixed mindset. The fixed mindset by Carol DeWick, she really is talking about the barrier to growth. A fixed mindset really stems from the ability to have uh, for you not to break down your limited belief. It's really, I should, if I were to remix fixed my, uh, fix mindset, I would say is the lack of limited belief. You have a, you have a limited belief. There's a story that you keep telling yourself over and over. I don't have this quality. I don't, I don't think I can do that. I don't know if I'm going to be good to do that instead of just turning on the lights like I did. It's not a perfect setup. Yeah, I want the fancy studio, but we have to get started on the journey to be able to be rewarded for that with the, the fancy studio and everything. That's why I did the whiteboard because I haven't done it in forever, family, because I really wanted to bring it back. Point number two. Isn't it interesting, family, 
um, I'm call, uh, I'm saying the walk, the walk, the walking baby analogy in a, in a, in a sense. Isn't it funny where, when a baby is trying to walk, we don't tell the baby, stop trying to walk. <laughs> like, slow down, you're trying to walk and you keep falling. And why do you keep getting back up? Stay there and keep crawling forever. Why? But when we become a teenager or a kid, or I should say adult, especially if, if to my adults, is like we get we fall back into that victim mindset instead of saying, hey, we need to get back up and start walking. We need to stop crawling. We need to get back up and, and start walking. And the baby doesn't under and what's so what's so crazy, the reason why I love the walking baby analogy, because the baby doesn't know any better. Especially if there's uh, you know, a, a they, let's say they have a sibling that maybe they're let's say the sibling is ten, the baby is, you know, what uh, you know, five, eight, nine months. I don't know what how long it takes normally because I've seen babies walk faster. And I'll be like, wow, you know. So, but the point I'm trying to make, family, is is that when there's a model that you can look at, there's a, there's something that you can say, hey, I can do that. The baby doesn't understand what no means. It's like, oh well, I'm gonna figure out how to do this walking thing, this crawling thing, and getting it. You know, my knees hurt. You know, like. And you, you can't understand what the baby's saying. So, but I can imagine if I use my imagination, I can think, well, hey, who's telling me that I can't do it? So family, we got to get back to that baby mindset when it comes to going after the thing that we said that we really truly wanted. So if there's something that you put on your vision board or something you said, man, I would love to do that, but this, I would love to do that, but that, we really got to look at that family. Another thing, qualities aren't carved in stone. You know, one thing about a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset, they're, they're, the, the attributes is, and when I shared with you earlier, is there's the fixed mindset is about the intelligence, personality, and the creativity. That is, you know, like that's unchangeable, and that can never be nurtured, like, in which I disagree with. I, I was listening to a Zig Ziglar uh, tape. He has amazing, uh, they did a really good compilation, and I bought the audio. And he was talking about, and it was so funny to me, he said, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, I could never be a doctor. And it was like, not like this guy, he's a doctor and everything. And Zig was like, and I'm paraphrasing, he was like, so would you just think he just, the, the mother had the baby and it was like, oh, that's a doctor right there. <laughs> you know, like, no, it, it took having a growth mindset and working on their craft and, and getting better. And, and some it may take longer. David Goggins is a perfect example where he explained his journey. And, you know, um, and I'm going to share a story with that. I may do part two of this. It depends on what you got. You know, it doesn't even matter. I will be doing a part two to this. And I have some more stories that really arrest your attention. So let's talk about the growth mindset. We talked a lot about the fixed mindset and the growth mindset is you know, what I love and what we talk about here, they talk about the key to to excel. I talk about the key to exceptionalism, meaning the mindset believes in the evolution, evolution of growth and rooted in idea with effort, challenging, becoming stepping stones, not roadblocks. Man, I love that. Sometimes it's all about how you picture or you look at something. That can be an opportunity for growth. Where I was talking about you working in a toxic environment and that can be an opportunity. That could be a stepping stone, not a roadblock for you to say, you know what, I need to go work on my skill set because the next job I want may require this. So 
while I'm in this environment, as soon as I get off of work, boom, I'm going to go work on this. Before I get the, before I start my shift, I'm going to work on these things. And I'm saying all that to say, family, that's it sometimes it's going to take more than what you thought it was going to take, but you got to be willing to be committed to it. Point no, number five in a growth mindset. Everyone can grow despite differences, despite aptitude, despite talents. Every individual really possesses the potential to evolve through experience and effort. I'm a true example of that family. You're looking at one that when we look back at these videos that I've done over the years and to where I plan and will be, it's going to be shocking. And I'm going to be excited because my last and final point here is the not yet perspective. Carol DeWitt talked about the not yet perspective, shifting, shifting from a now to a not yet mindset. That's very transformational. If you're trying to work on something like even like the PMP and you haven't, you haven't, um, you, you didn't pass it the first time you say not yet. Cause most people will say, ah, oh, not I want, I'm never going to pass this. Not now. Well, again, I'm gonna walk an example of that and I'll share that story with you soon. But having that not yet mentality, it truly fosters a resilience. It fosters a patience that, man, sometimes I'll be like, I'm running out of patience. Or as my mom would say, my patience is running thin, baby. And I'll be like, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. But it's a continuous effort. It's propelling yourself from mediocrity to exceptionalism. So family, I hope you enjoyed today's video. It was a unique video. I decided to do it. I was... I was actually, you know, just really having so many thoughts in my mind because of the next steps and stages I plan to take uh, with this channel and some, some new content and things that's going to be coming out. And I was going to wait to do this. And I said, no, we need to do this now. We need to do it as in his book, Start, Start Ugly. I just need to start doing it, start doing it ugly. Yeah because that's the only way that I'm going to learn. I'm going to get the feedback. I'm going to go back and watch this and say, man, wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I wouldn't have had a mm or ah there, but it's really going to teach me to get better because my goal here is to trust the process and enjoy the journey. So I hope today, family, you enjoyed today's video. I go by the name AED for all you smart and intelligent folks. We're not going to make it uh, uh, difficult. Look at the numbers. What did they say? Men and women lie, but numbers don't lie. Until next time, you know my slogan. I'm out.